This is the Podcast Derby, a Blacklist podcast for this week's episode, the director number 24, Conclusion. And it's me and Dave here for this uh, wrap-up episode to the two-parter. And uh, how'd you feel about this one? Mr. Kaplan, I'm I so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the first thing I saw, like, woo That was my first note. Yeah, I love the gathering yeah, of the team. pretty much the, mine, too, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, Mr. Kaplan is, anybody who's been listening to us since the beginning, is our favorite. Yeah, it really is, really is. Character need, needs needs more time on screen. Oh, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed this episode. This was like one of those kind of fun episodes, seeing a plan come together. There was never a danger of it was going to fall apart. It just felt like an Ocean's Eleven movie. Uh, it felt like an A-Team episode. Well, that too, yeah. Um, you know, it was it was it kind of what was going on. Everything kind of went according to plan. Um, I, I, I have... I'm, I'm poking holes through the whole thing, kind of good and bad. Um, yeah. And uh, so, first off, I, I so I watched this movie years ago, and I don't remember what it was. It may actually, I may have read a book. Actually, now I think about it, I read a book. Um, and in the book, they had um, I don't know why I remember reading versus watching. Movie. Anyway, so in the book, they kidnapped the president, right? Mm-hmm. And the president had gone insane, but legally he was still the president. It was like this whole weird thing. Yep. And but they had to like do something weird with them, so they put him like back in the White House, but it wasn't really the White House, but he thought that it was. So he just kind of lived out his days being the president, but in this fake White House Oval Office. Okay. And they went to like this Howard. So the thing was is like the, there's like this epilogue thing of like, how did you get him to go in there and do all this? Like, because like well we had to rebuild the entire Oval Office like down to a T. You know like why did he buy it? So oh, we're just that good. Yeah, but right. How did you deal with the smell of the paint? Uh-huh. You see where I'm going with this? Yep. yep. It was like, how did you not smell the extraordinary amounts of paint that went up on those walls to, to and make... glue and this and that? It should smell you know? like a new construction. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, the apples thing, you know, that was an obvious that something was going to happen with it. I like the fact that he kind of looks around before he pockets the apple and that he grabs two. Yeah. Um, that <laughs> kind of cracked me up. Like, all right, that's kind of cool. I like that. Well, that was one of your cute scenes to show Red was right. Uh, yeah. You know, the, loves the, uh, the trope in all shows and movies is that you take the bad guy and make him eat an apple because it makes him look more like an asshole. So they uh giving the uh, apples out there for the bad guy to eat. Is that really a trope? It is. Uh, watch all movies and television shows. The bad guy at some point in a movie will be eating an apple during a scene where he's being a jerk. Huh. It's a pretty popular I, trope. Yeah. I don't know that I'd ever picked up. I mean, and I pick up on like things like that, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's, I'm not sure I ever knew that one. Interesting. Yeah, well, you'll watch it. You'll start seeing it everywhere. Or there'll be an apple in a scene or, or, or things like that. So it, it, it seems to be pretty popular. But uh, we kind of got the backstory as to the whole point of this season, even though we kind of knew as it was going along. But there was a the beginning with the summary as to everything you've learned so far was part of the plan to exonerate Liz the each step of the way. Because we knew everything was important along the way. He just kind of tied it all together to get to this well, point. They were they were doing everything to take down the cabal, cabal but then mm-hmm. he ended up having to do it to exonerate. So it just kind of rearranged his right. chess pieces. Um but to put and, them and in that in that position, where they would take a they would have a fall guy, and can let Liz go at the same time, and, and we expected as much. I mean, we knew she couldn't be on the run forever. They'd have to tidy it up, and then we'd have to get back to what we've been doing, uh, which was 
uh, you know, the finding bad guys. Yeah. Because you can't, you and even though we weren't sure if this was going to go back to that, you, you can't have her, them chasing her forever because it gets old fast. You know, eventually it's got to come to a head. And you kind of had this yeah. moment here. You had the bad guy who, you know, the director who we've been following along for a while now. You know, it, it's his time. And he said, you know, this boss fight is over. Yeah, now we yeah. move on to the next one. Um. Well, yeah, and at some point we'll have to circle back to uh, Mateus. Is that his name? Yeah, um, Solomon. Yep. And we'll have to circle back to him. We don't. We don't know where he is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, I'm I'm good on all this. One of the I had um, had a real issue with uh, with so the director had to have known as soon as he's on as soon as he's on that plane he's dead, right? I mean they they yeah. they they had been underestimating uh, Red Reddington forever and you know if this if it had gotten to this far he, he's got to know that red's got a plan and even if anything was agreed and there was a private phone call he had to have known as soon as that hey can you pick up the phone and talk to me privately so the director can't hear me because i want to say i'm going to kill him conversation he had to know right. that's what that conversation was right right um, though you have later when he's kind of sitting there when they're watching tv he kind of has this relief look until he sees himself on tv yeah, um, and then the other thing is, is why I, I get you know you, you you drop them off. Oh yeah, you know we'll drop you off soon. Okay, ha ha. Right. Uh, you know, and then they drop them off out of the airplane. Why not just make him? I mean, actually, just Jimmy Hoffa and make him disappear because he he's a better scapegoat in that event. Mm-hmm. Um, that they can always say going back to the post office. Oh, we may have seen the director over here. Let's go hunt for him. While Red goes and does his other stuff, you know, right? Keep him at uh, but, large, but, so to speak. Yeah, as exactly. To Whereas just kill him off and now, and they know where he is, very semi publicly. Like, hey, there, we found a body. It's definitely him, you know. Yeah. And there's also, hey, he fled the country and he got thrown out of an airplane. Um, okay, what's, uh, you know, oh, it was the Cabal, you know. Right, they'll just spin it that they were tying up loose ends in this Cabal organization. No, I, th- I think I think it was foolish. I mean, Rick can kill him, that's fine, but to just to throw him out of the airplane, I think he had he was better served disappearing. I'll give you that, yeah. And, and let Red, you know, let everybody think he's alive, and, you know, three people know he's actually dead. Um, even tell his, yeah, he's dead. You don't have to worry about him. But, you know, we're going to go here and quote unquote, you know, I'm doing the air quotes here because my stupid camera isn't working again. Um, quote unquote, um, yeah. hunt for the director while we go do some other, you know, shenanigans. You know, I almost wondered if Red was going to try to enlist him and put him in his organization somehow. Well, yeah, but then you got the, the end scene there where he's meeting with, uh, Lauren. What's, uh, what's up with this? Well, and she says, uh, so you had us fooled. You were, you broke us down so you could get a seat at the table. Is what she said to him, basically to, you know, get himself into the organization. Is it part of his plan to continue to take it down more so he can be the top, or part of his plan to get in and gain control from the inside? He's he's infiltrating. Right. That's exactly what he would do. Um. Uh, prior to that was sticking with the director portion of it on there is a uh, more mystery lines delivered as to Liz's and Red's uh, relationship. Yeah. I know uh, who you are and who you are uh, to her. Yeah. Uh, does she know that yet? I'm, I'm actually starting to fade into an uncle thing. 
because I still don't think it's father. I think that's too easy. I think that's and and I think that's been played out. Uh, I'm I'm wondering if he's well, they're too close in age to be grandfather. Um, he's he said that he loved her mother, and that was kind of we we've kind of established that there was a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or if it's just flat out, this is the daughter of the woman he loved. Um, Could be. Or he had an affair with the mother. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there, there's there's still things there, but they're going back to that. You know, we've, we've kind of gotten away from that this season. Yeah. Not not really discussing that relationship and that connection. Uh, there, this That line was there to remind us, oh, yeah, we still need to explain that. Any... any... Any bizarre chance uh, significantly older brother? Possibly. Um, it would I, I be mean, significantly, I yeah. Uh, 20 years, 30 years, not, you know, completely unheard of. No. Um, especially if he was had at a young age. Although he, he, they said that he'd come up through a normal family lifestyle. He was a naval officer at Annapolis, you know. Right. Or, uh, Annapolis. I don't know. I'm, I'm doing something, but he... Yeah, um, well, but they, they did point out and did had they done this before that they flat out said the purpose of the cabal was to reignite tensions to restart a Cold War. Have we ever really gotten it that clearly spoken out that that's what no. the intentions were? Like we knew that was what the result of some of the things that were happening were. Right. But no, it was um, never it was never delivered it? to us what their aim was, what their goal was. And I don't know if that was uh, because that was during her speech to the press, correct? Yeah, there was there was that, and there was a it was an Alan Alda scene of we're still on track for 2017 or something from last season or correct. whatever, right? Yeah. Wasn't there something something so. like that? Yep. Okay. Yeah, we 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 don't know their plan, and I don't know if she's just you know doing a smokescreen with talking to the press about the, how their investigation is just to kind of misdirection, but. Uh, it hasn't been outlined as to what their, fi- you know, final end motives are. Other than money and power, power. Uh, yeah, you know, we, all... we we know that that's all going to come through to that. Uh, you know, and back to like you said, the A team. I I I was getting more of an Ocean's Eleven vibe. Great music in this one too, but different. <laughs> kind of no, felt like was, a Tarantino movie was... with the music. Everything was older. Uh, I did last week. It took me a couple of days, but I did get all of the uh, the music up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'll try and do that again. Uh, I mean, this this week it was it was Johnny Cash. It was a much older vibe to it. It was seventies um, pop rock. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I popular. I did write them all down again, and I'll I'll do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, I got if I get any cycles this weekend, I'll try and get them up. Um, but we've had two straight episodes with a real focus on music. Uh, yeah, which, that, which is neat to kind of help develop the story and, and tell the story. Three very powerful songs, um, yep. and that there's there's it's the music's been there in the past, but it's usually only been one. Uh, but these have been. I mean, you and I are music guys, so we're yeah. all kind of excited about this. Yeah, you know, we, we got to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, everybody likes Johnny Cash. If you don't like Johnny Cash, stop listening. We don't want you as a listener. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, but it, it was it, it's like been a big three, been a big triumvirate. Uh, you know, it mm-hmm. starts with one, it kicks off right away with one, and then there's you know yeah. your your crescendo and adagio and. All these other music terms, I'm completely forgetting what they actually mean, other than up and down, and yep. uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, so that that was fun in there. So, you know, other than just really this episode tying up a lot of loose ends, it doesn't. It, 
it, it there was there ahead. was some things it did that I actually really really liked, right? Because it's like, hey, we have an asset in the courthouse. It actually explained how they get that asset to do what they want, right? right? And they said, hey. This is the guy that's going to defend you. This is the guy or that's going to prosecute you. This yep. is the guy because, you know, we can control that. We can't control who your public defender is, right? Right. Um, or, you know, your own lawyer, you can do whatever. If we do anything too outside, it'll be noticed. You know, this is the judge that's going to get put in front of you. Yep. This is. I actually like that they're they're putting the guy that's going to do it in front of all this, and it makes sense. And, and it's uh, that I was like, we don't need to see this. But it helps, like, how do they manipulate these people? And that's how they do it, And right? the show you know, doesn't put... do that much. The show typically uh, is from the point of view of somebody in the you post office. Yeah. And yeah. you don't really see, fr- you only see what your your main characters are seeing, what Lizzie sees. You'll have a random scene here and there where it shows you w- from the bad guy's point of view. But often... <laughs> You Putting only the see the gun or making the bomb or yeah. yeah the, you only the, see what our main no characters are seeing, and yeah. if they don't experience it, you don't experience it. So because yeah. they're they're your eyes, so having that scene there, you know, kind of gives you a little more to I see just, the power of I, that organization. Yeah, I, I I like it. It felt like they like they weren't treating us like an idiot. Um, you know what right. I mean? I, for some reason, I just I really liked it. I felt I'm like, this is good. I like this. You know, this is how we're doing. They treated that guy like an idiot, but mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, yeah. And the, the, the scene actually helps because we knew there was going to be some sort of attack. I mean, heck, it was in the trailer. Uh, you know, we knew there was going to be some uh, attempt at yeah. her. So there's no point in trying to hide it to make a mystery as to who all the bad guys are versus all the good guys. And you have this huge you know, war going on in the courthouse. It was actually nicer just to lay it out there saying, this is the one guy, he's going to go do his job, yeah. and we'll make it easy for him afterwards. This is, yeah. So riddle me this, though. All right, so she calls him trying to call it off. Right. Right. Wouldn't the FBI kind of, when they take him down and take all his possessions, look at his phone and see who the last person that called him was? Mm, good point. I mean, yeah, he's got uh, Hey, phone. why is this woman why is calling, Hitchin calling you? you? And then she called. Uh, and then she called Wrestler, and we right. can prove all this through our cell phone records. Because there you we're go. Cool. Now you can take her down. Maybe they tackle that later, because there was that hey, talk at writers, the end. Get on this. Yeah, get on. This. We're giving you. We're getting you stuff every week. Get on it. Come on. Because you did have the scene later with <laughs> Cooper getting his con- c- command back, and talking I about like how. That. That- that felt good. Yep. It felt natural. What's it I felt mean? good we're, with Wrestler. We're, we're um, resetting. We're putting us all back to where we were comfortable and where it was before so we can start tackling the next phase. Uh, but talking about how Hitchin gets away, you know, this time and, you know, battle for and, another day, he says. Yep. And, you know, maybe that comes up later. You know, we didn't think about that. You know, it could come up as recent as, you know, next episode or a couple episodes from now where we go tackle that guy. Or it gets forgotten completely, but it's it's a good thought because that's what good agents would do. Yeah, it just I you know this is this is you know I've been reading a lot of detective novels maybe mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> uh, so I liked I liked that um, I mean they they really I mean this is fiction right you know but they really really studied. Uh, the director's wife to know exactly what she's going to do when she has a panic attack. Sure. Um, I, I mean, they, they, they just, nothing went wrong there except 
the one thing that I would think that would be completely within their control of, hey, once they're in the building, let's jam some cell phones. Nobody's going to notice anything. Yeah, I I thought that too. It's like you plan this so perfectly to the point where you're building replica floor and you got Aram doing his thing with the elevators and everything's going perfect, but you forgot to control the doctor and the woman. I mean, you... I, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I was bothered by that because y- y- that felt sloppy. Like, you got everything else perfect, and then you know there's a guard waiting at the bottom of the elevator. Uh, you just, you kind of left it, you left it there uh, for that kind of chase to happen, which ended up meaning nothing. And, and you know, you do the other thing, too, of, hey, you know what? The guard's going to be sitting out here. We know he goes and gets coffee. Let's just drug the coffee. Sure, do you something know, with so, the guard. Yeah, you got to. Um, you could have tied that together or have somebody distract. I just you. drug it real slightly, so it just kind of nods off, nice and easy. Guard at the bottom. Did they show the director handing his phone to that dude? Why did that dude have his phone? That I, I, I'm just wondering if I blinked or I looked away or I paused or a dog barked or like why did why did bodyguard have his phone? Why did that bodyguard have the phone? Yeah, I don't know. And not the one that would have been closer to him. I don't know. Why wouldn't he have his own phone on him? Why would he have to give it up? Yeah. I I didn't catch that unless they were calling. <laughs> that was like the a... wife calling, right? So it was his phone. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, well, that was the doctor calling to confirm. Well, yeah, but I mean, it was still. I mean, it was. It was. It wasn't like he the said he was call- calling. Well, he said he was calling his office, uh, but and it rings a cell phone. I don't know. Yeah, that that one I must have missed. I hope maybe somebody else caught what was going on. Why that happened that way? Did you wonder for just a little bit if that was a real plane? Yes, several I totally times. I, was like, I said uh, they he's built- not going to look at the windows. He's not going to look at the windows. What's outside the windows? Yeah, I really <laughs> wondered if they were on a plane. Like, it didn't feel in those scenes like that was a flight. It felt like a real boardroom, and the plane was just too steady. Usually when you get these uh, airplane films, the, the camera's just a little tilted. Things are just a little off. Kind of give you that disorientation like you have on a flight. Uh, it did. It felt too perfect to me, and I, I wondered the same thing. That, you know, when all's said and done, they're going to open the door and find out they're in, you know, some warehouse somewhere. Yeah, uh, I mean that was I was really like this is he's good at staging, you right. know. This could just be another one, uh, or or have the director go. This isn't a real one, you know. The flip of it, right? Because mm-hmm. you just fooled me before, fooled me once, ha ha, fooled me twice. Oh crap! Where he opens the door and there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> like that would have been his way to jump out of the. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that would have made more sense. <laughs> then what? he didn't get pushed. Oh yeah, out. You, you know. At the end, oh yeah, you're not really over. You're you're in you know apartment C three. Um, right. So <laughs> what well, runs and then oh that's how he gets out. Ha ha. Jokes on you. So uh, with, with uh, Lizzie getting exonerated, she has to take the plea bargain where she'll admit to killing Tom Connolly, but it gets spun in a way that he was a bad guy anyway. Yeah. So she can kind of walk from this, and it's all good. Yeah. And but she gets to stay with the group. They agree to keep Ron as an asset, which... She just doesn't get a badge. Right, but it's uh, all fine and good, and you know she can go you know, do things that you know the agents can't because now she's an asset. That's true. There, there is yeah, she's that. learned a lot while working under Red here in the last couple of years. Now she can continue to use those uh, abilities. Um, what else have I got in here? Uh, so, Mar- Marvin Gerard, the attorney, right? Yeah. Like, 
he escaped prison, right? Yep. And he walked in. <laughs> I know. <laughs> to this office. I had right? a few moments in this episode where I felt like that, like they were okay. all out in the open, a little too much, just kind of wandering around. Okay. Okay, they're out in the open. Right. I get this. Okay, she buys it. Hey, whatever. Okay, the plea deal's all done. Hey, Marvin Gerard, going back to jail. Yeah. Yeah, we had no deal with <laughs> there you. There was nothing <laughs> in any of these agreements for him. Yep. <laughs> um, so, like, although I got to say, when he, when, he, when he came in and just kind of sat down, that smirk on his face yeah, I like was it. priceless. <laughs> I like him. I hope we see more of him too. Cause, uh, I do too. He, he could. It was kind of Mr. Kaplan, then Pee Wee, and then him. I mean, Dembe's number one. We, we agree with this, right? He's just he's the he's powerful, the opposing, yep. you know, a little mm-hmm. bit of a man crush type figure. Um, yep. And uh, but yeah, it's it, Gerard. We like, we like Gerard. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have much arm in this one. Uh, no, it was a little like really you couldn't get an elevator technician for that. Yeah, and um, you pretty much had him for that and a couple jokes. Yeah, you know he gets uh, he he laughs about Red being in therapy once. Yeah, and <laughs> not due for an upgrade. Um, right, well, <laughs> what was the other thing he laughed at? He laughed at something about the oh, just the whole plan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know. Um. It was the upgrade, the therapy, and then something else when they got in there. Oh, the sleight of hand. He likes magic. Yeah. So, yeah, that was his moment. After after he's, you know, kind of given his props last week, he was just there to make an elevator move. Yeah. I mean, Navabi, I mean, she she did a role, um, but that could have been anybody. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's she she, she's a trained well. asset, so she knows what to do, mm-hmm. and she knows to play her part, and she knows how to improvise. So it's you know, it did kind of need to be her, but mm-hmm. um, that was kind of the the limit of her skills is, is her you know agent acting skills. Sure. But no, it was like it was it was a fun episode. Really tied everything up for us here. We can now move forward. Uh, you know, we'll get the next ten episodes or so of this season with. Probably we're going to take a break from the cabal, I feel. Yeah. Now they'll do a couple little uh, classic blacklisters. You know, they're, they're, it's a classic black. Just uh, yeah. we're, we're back in black. List. Yeah, there you go. Well. Just a simple. <laughs> we'll do this episode. Yeah. Bad guy of the week thing. There might be a little arc stuff going on. You know, maybe they'll touch on relationship stuff rather than the stuff with the cabal. You know, they'll probably. They'll, they'll do some character building, right? Um, right. And, and a little bit of character study on this, and you know, why is wrestler the way he is? What's what's going to happen between him and this uh, reporter chick? We've seen her before, right? Yeah, I, it's I like she's one remember. of those characters. I saw her and feel like I forgot about her. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember why I what what her role was before because it was something to do with him, and you know, I feel I'm. My only worry is that I'm remembering like that type of character from a movie incorrectly, like like they, you yeah, know, you know they utilized her for something else. Uh, but uh, yeah, I got to go back in my notes and figure out who she was. But I do recall her previous. They, she wasn't just some just new character they, thrown in. Yeah, um, and that's obviously going to come back. She's like dinner with an expensive bottle of wine, and it's like. Uh-huh. Right, like I feel we've brown seen her recently, cow. yeah, messing go. around yeah. with wrestler before. So like yeah. they went to college together or something silly like that. Um, they you know they have a history. Yeah. Uh, you know we we, we got 
Tom, you know, loves his Mustang. That was not a Mustang. It wasn't. Oh, I, I didn't even. That... I, I didn't even look at the car. I just assumed. Hey, Mustang. it was. It was a four door because they pulled him out of the back seat. Oh, it was a four door. Uh, it was a charger, if I'm not mistaken. Was I wrote that. I can't. I'm holding it up to the damn camera that isn't working because <laughs> Skype. Um, it's a whole different thing. You have to listen to our variety show next weekend. Yep, there you go. Uh, for me and my my Skype rant. <laughs> um, but no, I wrote it up. You know, no pony. I was um, wrong. It wasn't a Mustang. Okay, I just assumed it was, and I didn't even take a close enough look at it. I was too busy writing my Mustang note because I just saw the you know the muscle car come around the corner, and that's what I assumed it was. So okay, my bad. Because I, I, uh, I was I was waiting for it too, and I'm like, that's not a pony. That's a Charger, if I'm not mistaken. Dodger. Okay. Um, so yeah, I was I was a little surprised on that because it, it was it was a four door because they pulled him out of the back seat because yeah. it's not like otherwise he would have been in the front seat on the other side. Right. Uh, yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And they so. Let's see, I'm just trying to see if I go to the notes uh, here. So, but... yeah, I wrote that down. I was very upset. Uh, so, at the end, when they're like, hey, you know, here's the deal, you know, oh, hey, here's a phone call. Who did you think was on the phone? Did you think it was Red? Yes. I, I, I thought it was Tom. That's what uh, my wife thought. She thought it was I thought it was she... Tom. And I put Tom on phone and no, poo. Uh, but she, yeah. She thought it was going to be Tom. I thought it was going to be Red. Uh, made the most sense for me for Red, uh, but we're yeah we'll see more of Tom. Maybe utilize as an asset. I think that would be cool because she's not an agent anymore either. You know she well, takes, she's he's kind of her ass or their ass. Well, that's what now, I mean. She right? needs to so. do something, and she you know she she can do it however she wants now because she can do with what Red does, and you know Cooper's got a relationship with Tom. He kind of trusts him that's now. True. I that wouldn't be true. surprised if they bring him in to kind of help even out. Even wrestler was. Yeah, they all warmed um, he's, up. He's to kind him. of their kind of their real like. Hey, we have this other guy we don't really talk about. Um, yeah, this is the guy so... we need to do something that we don't want to tell anybody, and we don't want to know. But here, yeah. go do this. And you know, he's the best. You know, of of doing that, and I love his uh, intimidation of Karakut. It it really made me feel safe about I, that. I totally thought. Well, yeah, but when they kept showing the handcuffs, and I wrote this down, I thought like, oh, Karakut's going to get out. And there's going to be a fight here. Uh, and then when they show why they were showing it, so Tom um, it can made, knock him down. Yeah, so he can he can slide it down. Or yeah. the, uh, okay. But yeah, the, the basically the threat: I will kill you. I will kill your family. And and you know I've done it before. I'll do it again. Uh, yeah, you know, just made me feel comfortable that one character's not going to fold, and two, yeah. I never thought that he was in danger because nobody knew they had him. You know, yeah. until, until the end uh, there when Red was announcing it. But it's not like they would have had anybody in place. Oh, make sure you take out Karakut. Yeah, the uh, only person that knew even Tom was even involved was... Oh, dude, I forgot that dude's name. Um, the other black guy. Uh, Solomon. Solomon. Yeah, and he's he's in jail. They have him... Right, well, we, we think. We haven't, they haven't shown him come out, but it's... Right. Um, that's the only other person that knows that Tom's even involved. And we don't even know that if he knows who Tom is. Yep. Um, yep. So. All right. Well, you got anything else for this one? I think those are all my notes. Um, did you did you think she was going to sign? I wondered. They kind of teased it, but yeah. I, I felt like she signs. You know, Red told her it was a good deal. Everybody was saying, sign the paper, sign the paper. And... You know, why not? It's not like they're going to, oh, shit, she's not signing. Okay, we got to help her escape now. You, you, you can't have them chasing after her again. You got to move on from that storyline. You got to get her. Well, I didn't think she was going to escape. I thought she was going to try and fight it. 
and we're going to spend another week with her in jail with them trying to find some other way to get her out. Right, and I don't think we needed that. No, uh, I think I'm, it's time I'm to. Fine yeah, with it. yeah, I, I, I didn't. I thought about it when she was kind of humming back and forth, but uh, I, I, I figured the way the story was progressing, you know, we got to. Re- it, we're it's a conclusion episode. We're going to just tie all the knots and move on. Um, that's the end of my notes. All right. Well, that's all I got. But uh, <laughs> good, good finish to this. Really, the first half of the season because this ties up uh, that the, the director story arc, and we'll move on to the next part. Uh, so let us know your thoughts of this first half here, and moving on to the rest of this season and beyond. Uh, you can email us at blacklist at podcasttribute dot com. You can also send your thoughts to our Facebook or Twitter. At the Podcast Derbia, uh, iTunes, podcast app, likes, things like that. We like that, too. <laughs> so, uh, for me, Brian, him, Dave, we will see you all next time. Good night, everybody. <laughs>